Hey folks, this is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. And I wanted to bring a few things up. We have laws supposedly to protect our children. And we, they pass laws like this gender affirming health care. Some states, as I've said, says, oh, well, if you do this, then we're going to come and take your children. We're going to take the license away from the doctor. And other states say, if you don't do this, we're going to take away your children. We I just found out today there were pride parades. And there were some in certain areas of the country that noticed that men were completely undressed in front of children. Now, this is just what I'm hearing. I don't know how true it is, okay? But if that is the case, they asked a good question. And that is, well, wait a minute, isn't that illegal? He says, well, cop says, well, yeah. And so we checked with his supervisor and said, yeah, it's illegal, but they do this every year, so there's nothing we can do. You mean to tell me that a group doing a parade where men are naked in front of children, maybe even women naked in front of children, that's okay? I thought they called that indecent exposure. And where was CPS? You know, Child Protection Services, I noticed that on cases like this, and even this whole thing, you don't hear about Child Protection Services. But check it out. I'm looking at all these, and I don't hear about this. But what you're about ready to hear is one woman, is from the Daily Signal. The title of the YouTube is Grieving Mom on Radical Gen... Transgender bill. I don't want any parent to feel what I feel every day. And I'm just going to let you listen to what the woman has to say. My name is Abigail Martinez. It has been three years and 164 days since I lost my daughter, Jaylee. I miss her every single day. Let me tell you how she died. My daughter was murdered by a gender ideology. CPS took my daughter when she was 16 years old. It was helped by her public school counselor and LGBTQ group rights and another trans-identified girl. My daughter was taken from her loving home because the state of California claimed I was abusive uh, for not affirming her trans-identity. I lost my daughter over a name and a pronoun. Even after, after I, prom, I promised to call her a male name, it wasn't enough. My daughter was not a boy trapped in a girl's body. She had mental health issues. Against my consent, my daughter was given testosterone instead of therapy. The LGBTQ group used her to pro 
to raise money for for them. Look at the poor reject trans boy. They said. Why are there so many transgender in foster care? Because this they take them from their families, tell them to run, then steal them. Parents are given one option to treat their distressed child, affirm, drug, and remove their healthy body part, or else lose your child. The abuse claim against me was finally dropped, but it was too late. The damage was done. My then my by then my daughter was in a horrible mental and physical pain. My daughter knelt down in front of a train. She was murdered by gender ideology. I beg you, stop pushing gender ideology. I don't want any parent to feel what I feel every day. Affirmation is not good for the health, safety, and welfare of any child folks that was a little over three years ago so this thing isn't new you think that oh uh, they're not letting them transition three and a half years ago this woman lost her mother in the state of California now that's just one story I wonder how many more are going to come out we're supposed Where's Child Protection Services on this? Oh, yeah, that's right. They took the woman's child. They took this woman's child. And I wonder how much money they got. You notice that she had to fight and fight and fight. And it was too late. As you heard, by the time all was said and done, her daughter was so messed up in pain. Physically and mentally. Her daughter thought the only way to ease the pain was to kneel in front of a moving train. But we're supposed to have laws, we're supposed to have CPS that's supposed to protect the children. You're starting to see why, if you hadn't seen it before, that the state is actually the villain. A loving and caring home. I bet this woman, if the biological father was in there, she probably did, like a lot of you. She probably said, okay, to, you know, keep my daughter safe, according to what the state says, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep the father out of the house. We might meet someplace, but at least it'll be okay. But who's to say that uh, CPS would go... You know, we're going to follow her for a while. You notice how they used the term misgendering. Now remember, we haven't been hearing too much about this. So in other words, in 2020, notice the year. 2020, maybe even 2019. Kind of notice when that happened? An election year? They pass laws, and that's why you should know about the laws that are being passed. Read them. Know what they say. 
Because how would you like to be a parent like her? That all you, your loving, caring family, and that the state says you misgendered your child. And you may even be one that, you know, trying to support your child. But maybe you're in the uh, idea, you know, let's have you wait. You're telling your child, let's have you wait until you're 18. And then you can do whatever you want. Or what about those that, you know, maybe you're in support of transgender surgery and you moved to California or Washington State or something and somebody doesn't like you and they make they say oh you know uh, this couple here misgendered their child and if you're in California it's like knock 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 child protective services you're being we found out you're being abusive to your child we're taking your child and sounds like that's what they did Woman fought tooth and nail to get her daughter back. And in the end, it wasn't enough. It's just something. Parents are fighting school boards. School boards, with the government's help, are calling them domestic terrorists. And the ACLU is fighting against laws like the ones in Indiana blocking puberty blockers and transitional care they're known as sex changes and when does it end we've got on one side we got laws that says okay if you do these things like you expose yourself in front of a child especially in public you're going to be arrested but then you in certain states, when they have these pride festivals, the men are doing these, men and probably women, are doing this. And yet they say, well, well, they've done this all the time, so there's nothing we can do. You jump through all the hoops and everything, just trying to either keep your child or get your child back. And then, eventually, maybe the child turned 18. Oh, okay, okay, here's your child back. And by that time, the damage is done. Your child is probably a freaking mess. What do you do then? Whatever happened to just let parents be parents? But these groups also want to make sure... And I'm not talking the LGB community. I'm talking this new fringe, the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ plus 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 plus. That they are pushing this. I think the question should be asked why? Why is this so important at this particular juncture? Why? I mean, it was only about maybe a year ago that you got Dylan Mulvaney coming out and saying that first he's gay, then he's a woman, then he's a transgender woman, and then he goes from a transgender woman into being a lesbian, 
now he's, I don't know what he is, and he has a British accent. You've got, you've got swimmers, men who are saying they're women. We've got things all over the place. But nobody's asking this question. Why? Why is this so important? And why, like Leah Thompson, or Thomas, or whatever, why was it so important that the person says that, oh, he's now a woman? Would this person have said that if they weren't 500th? If they were ranked higher, let's say in the top 100, would the person have said that? Nobody's asking these questions, and I think they should. Because once you ask these questions, then it's going to be, Oh, so you did this for this reason. Not just because, oh, I'm this or I'm that. I think that's what people who are arguing against it are asking the question. Why? Maybe all of us should be asking that question. Ask our politicians, why are they pushing on this? Are they thinking, oh, if we get on their side, we'll get more votes. What about the economy? What about jobs? What about justice reform? What about child welfare reform? In the end, let's focus more on things that can actually help us and not things that only helps just us, a small group. Because in the end, after this whole thing, after this whole election is over, what's the next thing we're going to be talking about? And the next, and the next. I remember in 2020, we were more focused on COVID. It wasn't until 2022 that I'm aware of, maybe even 2021, or even 2020. I don't know. I just started hearing about Del Mulvaney last year. Don't know if it's been going on longer. But we really have to tell our governments we're done. George Carlin said that we have the illusion of choice. That also, it's a big club and we're not invited. That education is to keep you just smart enough to operate the machines and stuff, but dumb enough not to think that you're getting fucked. And I have to start believing that a lot of what the man said was not just jokes, but it was a reality. But if we don't do something, if there is a rush, then remember this date, April 8th, 2024. 
they're rushing towards this date, then what's going to happen on that date? Is anyone asking these questions? Ask them for your children. Have your children ask. And if they're curious about what it's like to be a girl or what it's like to be a boy or if they want to transition, ask them why. If like a girl, you know, they say that she likes boy things like playing baseball and climbing trees. I have an ex-girlfriend of mine, Doreen, and hopefully she's listening. She did those things. She's not a lesbian. Not to my knowledge. She's married. She has children and grandchildren. And if you're wondering how I know that, just look on her Facebook, Doreen Atwood. There's pictures right there. You can notice that she's a very she's very happy being a grandma. Just by the pictures. But I knew uh, this other woman. I worked at Carlos Murphy's. Anyone who worked there knows it was in Lombard. It's no longer around. And had was one uh, lesbian waitress, uh, Roxy. And I used to get mad at her because she wouldn't clean her plates off before she would bring the plates back and she wouldn't clean them off. Assistant manager Tom says, what's going on? I said, if Roxy doesn't clean her plates off, I'm going to take the plate and shove it up her ass. And I was going to do it. Anyone worked in the dish tank area, you know how crazy it can be back there. And if you've got to keep cleaning plates off, it's going to take you a little longer. And if your wait staff and if your job is to clean those plates off to help the dishwasher, then do it. You notice that at no time did I, except for just identifying that the per- person's name and their sex, they were, Roxy was uh, a lesbian, but she worked. She didn't bring her sexuality or, you know, she didn't yell, you know, it's unfair because I'm this or that. She worked hard. Then again, this is with 20th century and that's what we did. We went to work, we worked, and we came home. What we did in our private life was just that, our private life. And also we waited until we were 18. That we made decisions such as. There was a woman, Debbie Templeton. Found out later she uh, realized she was a lesbian, but she made that decision after she was 18. Tony Nino. I don't know if she's lesbian, bisexual. We we did date, on and off. She likes men. She likes women. But you know something? Tony doesn't uh, really say anything. Debbie. She just goes on with her life. So why? A sudden push to push a child to be go from male to female or female to male. Why have sex education kindergarten through third grade? The child's going to get the education anyhow when it comes time to human sexuality. 
Let's stop pushing it. Teachers, if you're listening, stop pushing it. Wait until it's time, whatever grade that is. That way the child can have a better understanding and let the parents, if they, if there's any questions, let the parent take over. Because children are confused as is. And I don't think anyone wants to be responsible for a child that went through the transitioning. The kneel in front of a train. Moving train. To think that that's the only way to get rid of the pain. It wasn't about restrictions or anything. It was about pushing in an ideology that the child really didn't understand. But that's just my opinion. This is David Shorver, Corruption of Child Protective Services. Keep your head down. Keep moving forward. And above all, kids just be kids. Let's stop pushing an ideology on them. Let's push that an education is more important. Because in an interview, they're not going to ask what you say, what's uh, your gender, or what do you identify as. They're going to wonder, can you do the job we're hiring you? Housing isn't going to ask your gender. They're just going to May say you're going to be able to pay the rent. Utility companies don't care. Now shopkeepers don't even care. You got money? That's the only thing they care about. That and also what are you interested in? If they say, sir or ma'am, just take it with a grain of salt. Say, okay, yeah, I want this or I want that. Because if you're arguing over genderology... You got more deep-rooted problems. I may be wrong.